Well, well, well. Jared is finally here. Finally. Hell. <laughs> it is 8 o'clock in the morning. I didn't voice my objections because <laughs> it looked like you two were on the same page, but I was also up at 6.30 because uh, I tried to watch up close and personal and passed the fuck out last night. <laughs> you know, I love VLC. That might be the you greatest like this, invention the speed ever. control, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was going so fast, they sounded like Mary Riley. <laughs> <laughs> that bullshit accent. Just go ahead and get that out of the way, Hiro. Jared, are you recording? Is everybody recording? Always. I'm recording. Go ahead. Hit us. You you, you picked this movie just <laughs> so you can do your impressions yeah. of uh, the Irish people. I, I can't. I, I've been practicing oh, in the Stage mirror. fright. So Come on, Hiro. It's just, it's just me and Mike. <laughs> it's... It's my version. It's you and Mike and your one colleague that listens yeah, from work. Yeah, it's us three and then Andy from work, and that's it. So, only one stranger. Well, it was my uh, my equivalent of uh, Buffalo Bill dancing in front of the mirror, doing a Colin Farrell accent. It was pretty much, and I think I still did a better job. That's than disturbing. Jerry nude. <laughs> yeah, Hyra doing his Mary Riley in the mirror. <laughs> House of Dr. Jekyll, one woman has become a witness to the most gruesome experiment in history. You don't know the whole story. What did you do? Until you've seen her story. Julia Roberts, John Malkovich, Harry Now available on home video. Uh, I'll say one thing about this movie. I have my first note. I had to run and get my phone. Um, I say lies. Hyro. <laughs> See, look cover image and everything oh yeah look at that uh, i've never seen a horse with a better haircut <laughs> uh, all right don't don't be mean i was about to be kind here uh jared i think i have the same uh positive note that you do <laughs> one i mean we both have one that's it uh in a film that's like a period piece <clears throat> where she plays a chambermaid and not in the sexy way the most sex appeal we get is the film has this uh like pan in just to her ass as she's like, <laughs> on, like street scrubbing. <laughs> and it's, it's a, a setup for, uh, for things that will not uh, come to pass with John Malkovich, even though there's an awful lot of tongue action in this movie from the man, his tongue's out an awful lot, <laughs> far too much for my taste. Why'd you pick this Hiro? You... <laughs> what was the other choice again? I looked this up. Okay. So th this is a rough week. Uh, we gave you the option of having, uh, I think last week we were going to bump Bottle Rocket to this week because Bottle Rocket released like on a Wednesday or something midweek. And you said no. Um, I can't remember what the other alternative was last week. Maybe it was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, which I think we all agreed. Uh, that was a full, yeah, that was full agreement. We, we can't really do much with uh, that type of comedy. Uh, here are the options for this week. Now, I don't think I gave you Rumble in the Bronx. Is that mm -mm, no? Is that an American movie, or did that just get dropped? I've never even heard of that movie. It's, it's Jackie Chan, but I I don't know if that's just one they brought over that was like already five years old and like what Quentin Tarantino <laughs> does every now and then. Yeah. You just buy a bunch off of the black market and just bring it over. Right. This is all all American, nineteen ninety six with Americans doing Irish accents. That's how we want it here. So the other <clears throat> the other options were uh, before and after which actually opened one spot ahead of Mary Riley. And when I say one spot ahead, I mean a uh, a high seventh place to Mary Riley's eighth place opening 
Um, and then beyond that, we go down to 14, Unforgettable, with Ray Liotta. And I felt I like that, that would That one would have played well. That was in the mix, but didn't we go down to Runtime? Mm. I think it, it, it bit us. Or maybe like, because uh, it, it, or was it availability? Like you or you already had something that fell off the back of a truck or <laughs> well, something? Well, Mary Riley, um, we, for any listeners. We have a lot of priorities that we have to sift through whenever we, whenever we choose movies. None of them is the quality of the film. None of them. So for uh, Andy from work, the only one not on this podcast that's a listener, um, yeah, Mary Riley is on a site called Daily Motion, which I guess is like the, what, Kmart, YouTube, Jared? I mean, I... Sometimes you randomly find it's it's free internet videos, but I don't know who yeah. chooses to go to Daily Motion first. Usually, usually the shit that you can't find on YouTube that's <laughs> questionable or nobody gives a shit about. Go to Daily Google's Motion. already used their uh-huh. algorithm to ban it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is copyright infringement. We're somewhere between Bing <laughs> searches and YouTube. <laughs> so Mary Riley, so far, I guess the uh, you know the crack team over at Daily Motion they've not discovered that they have not one but two full copies. <laughs> Posted on their site, not not in bad quality, I would say, right? I don't know if I sent you all the right link, but mine wasn't bad. I don't even know how I watched it. That's how much I've forgotten already. Grandpa Hiro strikes again. Doesn't know how <laughs> the moving pictures are on his iPhone. Why we have to do this from week to week now? We used to do these like <laughs> once a month when Hiro came on. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary Riley uh, opened eighth. The whopping two point eight million dollars at the box office. That's stunning. I can't believe that it got that much. Mm, made a total of twelve million, uh, Jared, uh, against a forty-seven million dollar budget. So mm. a bomb. That uh, hurts. Hiro, I, I mean, I'm giving him a little bit of shit just because uh, this is a first time watch for me, uh, and I'm laying the blame all at his feet. Um, <laughs> but you did not have a murderer's row here of box office sensations coming out on this particular week. Uh, February 23rd, 1996. And still. But man, Ray Liotta had to be better. <laughs> Unforgettable. Had to be. This is one of those, you know, I have Amazon photos where everything's backed up and then the cloud and Alexa kind of throws pictures randomly on my on my little device there in the kitchen. And sometimes you just kind of look over and you cringe. Like, what was I thinking? It doesn't take much hindsight to look at that mm. picture from like 96, you know, wearing the funny hat, doing the drinking behavior. And you know, that's what this movie is. This is just so you're talking about look. yourself. Funny pictures. <laughs> yeah, just pictures of yourself. Okay, like you look at yourself and you say, "Ugh, what was I thinking?" Like, "Ugh." That's more comforting than the idea that you just suddenly went through and had a bunch of <laughs> Mary Riley from 1996 opening weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I took a picture of every poster that I went to see in the theater. <laughs> just no, just. You look at it, and even in its parts, like this is a very, very bad idea. All right, Jared. Uh, <clears throat> summary time. Brief <laughs> summary, IMDb style. What what is this movie about? Because we've kind of let it. Uh, you know, we've started uh, dumping on it, but mm-hmm. uh, we open with, "Hey, this movie no one watched," and now we're doing a <laughs> podcast on it. Twenty five years later, uh, there probably is some genuine questions as far as what the mm-hmm. fuck is it. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde as told from the perspective of a slack-jawed <laughs> attendant. <laughs> wow. Alright, Jared. We'll go with that. <laughs> Was this movie designed to be more sexy? It feels that way, certainly, with the amount of... <coughs> uh, 
Hyde's uh, obsession with, oh, the old man wants you. You can't tell what he's wanting, but he wants you. I'm the manifestation. <laughs> Is putting a wig on a really <laughs> ugly dude a way of making him sexy? Like John Malkovich in no shape, way, or form can be considered a sexy dude. Long I don't give a shit how much you dress him up. He thinks that he is, though, Hyro. Mm, I get the impression does. that he <laughs> sees himself as like a Brad Pitt or Antonio Banderas or something of that nature that when he, you know, he has the long hair, uh, put the wig on him in a period piece, suddenly Julia Roberts is meant to swoon. <laughs> I'll give, that's the only thing I'll give the film credit is that Mary Riley does not go for it. Mary. Yes, sir. When we had our talk, you refused to say you hated your father. I don't. Why not? You put a dark place in me, and I can't forgive him for that, but it's part of me now, and how can I regret what I am? Though it often makes me sad. Oh, well, sadness, yes. That can be helped comes in like the tide like that the film doesn't give us that much bullshit that when he in one sequence as Hyde uh, is on top of her back licking her back <laughs> that goddamn tongue constantly <laughs> licking her wounds quite often in this um rips like off this her version of Dr. Hyde though very oh, sexual in nature oh, no I... here here's my favorite note you know you shared your note about the ass shot yeah so uh, there's a sequence where uh Julie Roberts, uh, old Marriott, is getting ready to leave, and uh, Hyde tells her, and I quote, I thought you were going to stay a while longer, but perhaps my sense of smell deceives me. Is he yeah, yeah. talking about the waft of love coming from um, even, even the I, nether regions? That's that's a bold uh, line <laughs> to deliver to <laughs> a woman is, in your presence. <laughs> that, that is hyper-aggressive. <laughs> So this is like in the what 1880s or something. When is this set? I'm just assuming the old 1996. Time <laughs> 1996. Old um, even in 1996, <laughs> uh, I think that was poor form to to bring up. Um, hey, uh, got a whiff of your vagina walking through this place. <laughs> got that uh, thing stinking. <laughs> go change that Birkin. <laughs> decided to go. Uh, uh, do my your little... monthly bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like multiple MIGs over here. <laughs> Courtship style is tap dancing on top of this <laughs> like uh, lab, his science table or whatever. And, He's got a uh, peacock, man. Let him be. I okay. That's the thing, Hiro. Like, there's instances of absurdity here. And yet I feel like the the filmmaker, so Stephen Frears, he actually did what Dangerously Asians with Malkovich as like the ultimate Lothario, which I remember liking that movie, but you have to you have to make quite the leap to get there. I mean, it has to basically read as Malkovich is really rich, <laughs> and that's it. That's the reason. Okay. And then Glenn Close. So you you got these three returning to another uh, sexual period drama, but I feel like there was some poor producer who raised his hand up and said, uh, "This is not appealing." pull it back a little bit like yeah you're you're putting out this almost erotic thriller in the 1880s i mean hyra was into it as far as the <laughs> the smells i was looking for the scratch and sniff copy of Mary Riley. <laughs> but it seems like there was a voice in the room that said nah this is not appealing and so it's this 
they don't go all in on this stuff. I, I think they're, they're just not, uh, they're not pot committed to this idea of like Hyde as a, a so what sexual did you want? being. Uh, wait, hold on. What do you mean by this? You wanted like the softcore Skinamax porn version of Look, Mary I can, Riley? I can talk out of both sides of my mouth. I can say John Malkovich and his tongue is disgusting, but don't <laughs> tease me with it. If you're going, if you're going to introduce it, go full tilt. Like I, I want to see uh, Riley uh, consumed here because otherwise, why does she help this dude? What does she see in this guy that she's lying for him? He's he's going around like terrorizing, uh, I guess the village or whatever. Um, and the man is obsessed with blood, and you know, like Hiro, obsessed with things going on down south. Like he gets in the bedroom, and there's just <laughs> bodily fluids everywhere, rats <laughs> torn apart. <laughs> if you're gonna get into all these kinks, show it to me. Don't just show yeah, me I the aftermath. <laughs> Michael is advocating for a Josh Gad-like uh, sequence with old John Malkovich. Is that what you're doing here? Mm, that's actually... You're getting into the continuity of the show. And as much as I hated Josh Gad whacking it and loving other drugs, I think I'd, I would accept him more as the, the Hyde character <laughs> if Malkovich turned into Josh Gad. <laughs> Fine! Okay, Sorry! My self-esteem would prefer that you not have a bigger penis than me right now. That's all. Because it's the same thing. It's 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 someone who is not appealing, not attractive. Um, I mean, they kind of pulled it off with Gary Oldman and Bram Stoker's Dracula, who I don't think anyone ever had Gary Oldman as like a pinup guy. But they they do the work. They give him those curls and they do the, the heavy glasses and. Yeah, and when he's disgusting, he's full tilt disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got the hairy palms. Yeah, a la Jared. I knew it. I knew it. Cheap shots at eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's actually eight twenty-five because you're late. But let's neither here nor there. Who's counting? Let's see how long we've we been on. Thirteen minutes. I was about ten minutes late. It'd be all right. <laughs> I thought Jared was counting like that's enough material for me Riley <laughs> cut it <laughs> episode's done he's probably right <laughs> I think my only note was uh, how cheap they were that they just went with John Malkovich in a wig that they had that <laughs> they had that much of a budget <laughs> you, I mean is Hyde traditionally such a different look than Jekyll yeah it's like a monster it's a monster I thought it was like so, kind of like a Minor Hulk yeah. thing. And he turns into a bigger dude. So it's essentially like they put a Groucho uh, uh, mustache <laughs> and glasses on him. He's like, oh, I'm Hyde now. <laughs> I, I knew you'd be all over the hair thing, Jared, because uh, it felt like that that's the only distinguishing characteristic where they're like, well, it can't be the same man. Look at that long hair. He can't grow the that exact in one night. same and... facial structure, but he has long <laughs> hair. <laughs> Not to mention, he's got that like mongoloid face. You know, John Malkovich has a naturally ugly face. He sticks out in a crowd. You can't spot this. Like This is like Clark Kent putting on some glasses. Did you say and... mongoloid face? <laughs> John, say, John come out strong and then just... <laughs> he's a mongoloid. He's a... <laughs> Very ugly, you see. <laughs> I was stuck on that, and then you go to Clark Kent and glasses. I'm like, no, 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 hold oh, up, reel it back, <laughs> go back. <laughs> uh, second, I had second thoughts there. Mm, but. Yeah, well, it's, it's recorded. So, um, speaking of faces, Jared, mm. what did you make of Glenn Close <laughs> as the proprietor of a uh, whorehouse? The uh, the well, madam here who is in full on powder mode. The, uh... 
first time I saw her, I was like, well, there's Hyde, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. It's disgusting. I'll say this for Harry Jekyll. He may ask for a few special services, but he doesn't mind paying tough whack. So I'm to say your answer is yes. My answer is always yes. I have my obligations, tell him. It'll take me a week to clear out the present tenant, and I'll need another week to make these alterations he's asking for. Then his assistant can move in. Can't say I've ever noticed him in need of any assistance. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I wrote, no, Glenn Close runs a whorehouse. Boner killer. <laughs> I, I just don't think <laughs> that's not it what sets you... the table well for what you're there for. Is this a Glenn Close thing, or is it Glenn Close as depicted in this manner? Well, definitely is depicted this yeah. manner because I have to admit. Um, I, okay, look, uh, I did another podcast where we talked Fatal Attraction. Uh, it was on Trilogy and Theory. My co-host Webb, who is like a kind, nice person, and he doesn't do this type of shit. <laughs> Uh, calling people mongoloid faces. <laughs> <laughs> we did uh, Fatal Attraction for that show, and he called Glenn Close a handsome woman. <laughs> 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 if you know Webb, you're like, Jesus. <laughs> Where did that, that come from? <laughs> but I had an argument with him on that show. I feel like Fatal Attraction is the only time I kind of get it. Uh, I like the, the sort of wild, crazy, curly hair, and she is so, I mean, clearly it's the premise of that movie, she is so sex positive. <laughs> There's a lot to like there. She's 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 ready, ready to go. Mm. Mm, you know, we're getting to the big chill, and I guess just other more normal Glenn Close roles. Uh, I would say no, Hiro. I would say she's in the Malkovich camp, for sure. Sometimes you get a, uh, you know, you, you turn on your app, your Oculus, you put it on, and it's, you know, the vanilla stuff. But sometimes you want the Glenn Close treatment, and you just turn it all the way up. That's, I, that correct, I, I think you're being I've tapped in. I think that's a... Uh, <laughs> defend myself. Uh, Is that defending yourself, Jared? I'm, I'm not going to say if you if you have a random Glenn Close night. What's wrong with that? I think it's okay. Well, as we... Uh, I, I hate to keep on passing the slap train around, but as Robert Kraft has... Uh, proven that sometimes we need some ugly ones <laughs> sometimes we need to slum it every now and then you can't have passing the slap train <laughs> common on sober cinema what is uh what is the master plan here for uh i guess jekyll i because i have to admit i think when we were texting about this jared said he watched this on and off on his phone while he was doing other things i assume the phone was in his pocket and he maybe was listening uh faintly but I even went back towards the end during the, the sort of culmination of this relationship with this chambermaid. And he's explaining the, I guess, the uh, the, the universe here of, of this particular Jekyll and Hyde. And, you know, he's it's basically like I'm trying to save you from myself type thing. But what 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 is why is Jekyll even bring this out? Why is he injecting himself to turn into a long, Is it just to get hair? Jared, is it just long I like period? how you brought that, like, that back. That would have been great. Like, obviously, you throw it to a person that would make this <coughs> type of experiment, <laughs> injecting myself with fucking God knows what hair. Please, hair. <laughs> I don't think you'd come back though. I don't like what. What is in Hyde's interest to inject himself to turn back into the dweeb? I don't get it. I don't get what's happening here. I guess you can only get away with so much murder and mayhem before you have to switch back. <laughs> Is it Glenn Close? Is it killing the Hyde Boner where he's like, eh. <laughs> Bring me some more rats. <laughs> I need to get this party started again. 
Ugh. I, I, yeah, what is his what is his goal? Like, what is he doing? Is he like making some super serum to do what? What are, what's didn't going it, on? I don't know. Uh, to fuck. Ha- <laughs> to get it out there. I was going to have a, a, a train of Viagra. Train of Go ahead, Jared. No, nah, there's nothing. It's like fucking trying to follow some. Uh, to fuck. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, that's that's what the movie is screaming. The movie is screaming to be uh, like a Paul Verhoeven type thing. Like, okay, mm. um, let's let's switch gears because we we hate this. I mean, we hate this. The universe hated terrible. this. Um, Hollow Man. You all are familiar with that film, The Invisible Man. I know of it. I've never seen it. Wow, Hyro's never seen this. Okay, <clears throat> Jared, I think that was like in our high school days, and I feel like we someone had a DVD of it, and it got that's the Kevin Bacon thing, right? Right. Yeah, so it's yeah, a modernized, yeah. you know, not the you know, 1880s Invisible Man, but a modernized version. And, <laughs> I mean, this isn't a spoiler, Hyro, but uh, a scientist, you know, there's all sorts of tactical reasons to come up with invisibility. But what does Kevin Bacon do when he experiments on himself and makes himself the test subject? Very first thing he does is go and tweak a woman's nipple. <laughs> the very first thing. Like, I mean, he bitches. Is he wrong, though? Is it... <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm not. Well, I mean, legally, yes. Legally, uh... yes. But I think in practice, I think that. But uh, in 1880s term, I'm just saying Hyde could be going fucking nuts here. Nuts. I mean, there's a premise of this where Jekyll has to inject himself because that's the only way. He can live with having sex with Glenn Close. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Look at it like you introduced it, Hyro. Look at Hyde, the Hyde injection, as the, the 1880s Oculus, where all of your wild fantasies can just run rampant. You can lick as many Julie Roberts scabs as you want, and <laughs> then you don't have to feel bad about it. Don't give me that look, Cairo. It, it's in the fucking movie. Like, he's constantly licking her wounds. That was the part where it was in my pocket, I guess. I bet it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the slap train continues. <laughs> can we... Can I go ahead and just move away from this and move to children? Um, <laughs> sure. You might be yeah. alone on that. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, there's so many ridiculous things in this movie. Obviously, we've we've touched on a few. Glenn Close notwithstanding. But that ending, I mean, are we, are we okay to spoil this on old sober cinema here? Yeah. Sorry, Andy. Baby thing. <laughs> Hopefully you've bookmarked out. Daily Motion at this point and <laughs> scrubbed it a little bit to the sexy points. The baby head and the yeah, baby Jared. screams. What did you think of... Uh, this is, is that John Malkovich, the other John Malkovich coming out of him? Is that what's going on? Squato. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this in Harry Potter too? Like on the back of some dude's head? You know that's uh, that's one that I've actually not watched. I've not watched yeah. a single Harry Potter film. And you know what? Now me and Jared, uh, for years, <clears throat> scolded by people for missing out on Harry Potter. But Jared and I are just longtime believers in trans rights, mm-hmm. and we were just head head the game. I say, uh, you know, two thousand one, that disgusting J.K. Rowling <laughs> and her. What a turf! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we sound so credible, Jared, as we giggle immediately. After. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a very serious topic. <laughs> 
Cairo tries to get us to the end of the movie, and we're like, yeah, let's talk about trans, <laughs> trans rights. Let's go yeah. to Harry Potter. Jesus. <laughs> talk about yet again, baby. So off mic, you said you liked the rebirth of Jekyll in the Hyde shell. I find it to be <laughs> extremely unnecessary because uh, they don't go full tilt again. But it's also like, ooh, uh, CGI. Let's get some of that in here. We need to, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be a a movie, uh, a high budget concept here. Let's uh let's go ahead and do that, even though it's 1880s, and this is 1996 CGI. It doesn't look that great. I'd I'd rather just see Malkovich screaming as his hair goes away again, <laughs> like just the the hair receding is all you need, and those those banshee wells as he goes back to. So yeah, I could uh, I could display that. <laughs> that was me every day from twenty five to twenty seven, <laughs> screaming as I get out of the shower. Twenty five? Wow, that's pretty early. Yeah, I uh, didn't get the uh, <coughs> great hair genetics. It was both sides of the family. Like I knew it was coming. I just didn't know it was going to be twenty five. How's your brother doing in that regard? By the way. He doesn't. Uh, I think he's thirty now. He's getting a little bit like the 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 peaks on the on the brow, but like he's still got all of his hair. So yet How again, you despise him. I keep on telling him like every time we get together, like it's coming, bro. The ghost of Christmas future is <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> so all right, it. never mind. How much does he despise you for rooting <laughs> against him having hair? <laughs> oh, it's a game for him. He loves it. Oh, look at my hair, Jared. Look at how full and luxurious. <laughs> we share the same genes. <laughs> Not a problem for Hyro. No, no. I saw one gray hair the other day, and I, I did the uh, John Malkovich, Jared Dotson whale. Really? <laughs> yeah, just one hair right there. One little gray hair. You have no gray at all? Yeah, I mean. Would that I'm, really I'm bother a... you, or are you just trying to twist the knife on Jared? No. Of course it doesn't bother me. I, 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 my, my, my father didn't go gray until like 60. So, and you know, still has a full head of hair at like 70 something. I know I'm, I'm, I'm in good hands. I'm good. I often think of your, uh, other show, uh, the true romance film podcast when it rarely comes out. And I think, you know, we get a lot of content from Hyro on sober cinema with Jared, who's already gone through this. I'm going through the process of losing my, losing my hair. Although COVID has helped. Because now I don't even have to have any sort of style, so anything that comes out in any direction, I can just just let it sit. Mike's there. gone full Trump, like where he just like lets it all grow out long and then mm -hmm. just shapes it to whatever yeah, he wants, just, like a wave. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> on True Bromance, you're actually probably um, producing, I would say, or at least keeping the uh, least amount of volume over there with your co-hosts. Remember Barry. Also, full head of hair. Yeah, but can't produce luxurious. podcasts. What? What is? What is this? What is the connection here? It's too much time spent uh, just styling it all up mm. and looking in the mirror, making sure it's good. So you're saying Jared, my Jared and I just accent. accept what we have and then sit in front of the mic like the heroes we are, <laughs> producing <laughs> prize content on Mary Riley, which I have stretched it to 26 oh, minutes with a few clips. This is a half hour episode. Jeez, I can't look. Yeah, now you're the Glenn to, Close of Haircuts just came to, out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take my hat off. I tried to do it for you, but uh, no. 
You know, Jared, it wouldn't be uh, that bad if you just started uh, going with the full Glenn Close look here. Just powder up the entire body. Mm. Just, <laughs> like, Welcome sort of to my parlor. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like a smell or two. <laughs> there it is. Oh, cue the music. <laughs> Episode's wrapped. Good. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, a single malt. Blend Livet, Blend Fittick, perhaps, maybe a Blend Gow, any Glen. The dude actually said, I, can, I thought I smelled your snatch. I thought you were ready. I had to do a double take just that one. I smelled you. I smelled the goods.